they assemble at night, each one having prepared as diligently as possible to the time given to them before the witching hour, the hour of reckoning, the time when they begin outdoor cartoon television, stray casts, it's on the air. Yes. What is this? Anyway? Yes. What is this? Anyway? Anyway? What is this? Anyway? What is this? Anyway, this is the total glorified outdoor extravaganza that we call Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. And it's happening live. Right now. It's true. Right here. Right meow. This is not Stray Cats. I just want to clear that up for the 5,000th time. I am not Brian Setzer. Yes, and I am not the uh, orchestra that played with him. This is Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, and I am Pat Renwick, and we are live right here, right now. We're spinning the bass circle. You want to spin the bass circle right here, right now. Um, Stir the bass cup. Spinning the bass circle again, live, Wednesday nights. Um, Another big show. Um, Pretty stoked, man, that uh, we have uh, our buddy returning. Um, from Florida, in the uh, in, in, in surviving, yeah, surviving uh, uh, quite a, a tragedy out there. And uh, Shaw Grigsby's coming on to talk uh, about all that and bass fishing right here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Shaw Grigsby's up first at seven ten. Seven ten, yes, that is true. Uh, and for the first time ever um, on this American Straycast soil, we have a Canadian. Coming on the show, a professional Canadian bass fisherman, uh, Jeff Gustafson. Not Chris Christofferson. No. But Jeff Gustafson, uh, Gussie, coming on live. FLW Tour Pro. Yo, Gus. Get on the bus, Gus. Coming on live. Hey, uh, a lot of great stuff going on, too, in the world of bass fishing. Um, The the Bassmaster Bracket Derby going on right now. Our buddy Ike. Uh, up there, we need Ike to do well. We're, we're rooting for you, bud. Um, Brandon Palinick, 2017 Angler of the Year. I am his manager, and I am so proud of Brandon Palinick. Congratulations to Brandon. Yes. What kind of bonus do you get with that, Pat? Uh, what he gets is, um, I think it's a Spectrum. It's a he gets a 2011 Spectrum V hole. Oh, okay. Yes, I thought it was some kind of triangle. No, it's some, it's, some a spectrum, triangle. it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum V hole. Um, I think he got it uh, from from uh, uh, Bubba's Marine. Is that a tunnel over in Clewiston? It's not a tunnel. Okay. it's just a spectrum. With just a, okay with a twenty five horse. Okay, good. That's what they got him. Tiller. Yeah, it's, it, it works. It, it's going to get him to the spots he can't get to. Yeah. Um, also, um, <laughs> Jasmine Renwick, my daughter, twenty three years old today. Jasmine, I love you. Yes, that's the biggest news. In the world of bass fishing right now. Love that girl. Love my girl. Uh, and also, we are super proud to officially announce that... Wait, wait a second. Where is my... Oh, hey, can JP, can you give me that, uh, that mug right there, that blue mug yeah. that's over there? I'm not sure why, why it's not here. 
What is what is ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, JP. Hi, the hip hop fisherman. I am uh, I am super stoked to announce that we are officially now on the TH Marine team. Welcome aboard, TH Marine. Yes. Loving it. What the heck is in here? I don't even know what that is. Oh. What color is that? I think it's orange brown. It's Stock Labushkin. I'm colorblind. I it's Stock Speaking of Stock Labushinov, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this guy sitting over here to my right. Um, this is not bass fishing supermodel Nicole Dore. This is actually Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, and he's on Benadryl right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's all hopped up on the Benadryl. What's that? That is true. That is true. A little um, slow. The guy over here, uh, he don't be fooled by the imitations, please. There are many out there, but uh, my buddy over here is getting ready to fish a big derby on the Mississippi River, and he is the original hip hop fisherman. JP, hi. Yeah, that's JP. Hi, it's your bass day. Happy bass day. It's the bass day. Yeah, it's JP. Wing dams. It's my dude. It's my dude right there. Wing dams and swim cut banks, incense and peppermints. And stuff yeah. like that. Head seams. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he's also on the cusp of a giant derby uh, that uh, he's heading to uh, in Detroit, the Rock City. Um, you guys just know him as an amazing bass fisherman, but I just know him as like the best damn producer in this room right now. He's a redheaded guy over there. He's the ginger ninja. That's Andrew Ellenberger. He's right there. He's right there. Hey, uh, put the power poles down, okay? And... Uh, don't go anywhere because we're coming back with your buddy, Shaw Grigsby. Catch you in a bass flash. Quality, dependability, consistency, and fish catching performance is what separates a War Eagle spinnerbait from the pack. Hand assembled, inspected, and tested in Rogers, Arkansas, War Eagle lures are the choice of Mike McClellan, Andy Morgan, Edwin Evers, and you, the serious bass angler. War Eagle Lures, when you absolutely have to catch fish. Find War Eagle Lures at your local tackle store or visit WarEagleLures.com today. PH Custom Lures by Phil Hunter, quickly becoming the most sought-after custom balsa baits in the industry. From the Little Hunter to the Squeaky Pea, these baits are pure quality. Handcrafted, hand-carved, and hand-painted. But most importantly, they flat-out catch fish. PH Custom Lures has a bait for any situation in a magnitude of colors. Check out the Old School, Straighter, and PH Custom Series at phcustomlures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. Taming the beast isn't easy, but the bigger your electronics, the more you have on the line. In conditions like this, you need the KVD Kong Extreme Electronics Mount. The only electronics mount designed and built to be rock solid. No movement, no matter how heavy your gear. A marine-grade mount for fresh or salt water that's monstrously strong. The KVD Kong Extreme Electronics Mount. Welcome back. Welcome back. Abruptly to Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon <laughs> Television. <laughs> I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Uh, right now, um, we are pretty stoked to have this guy in. If you can hear me there in Florida, hit that video button right now. Can you, can you hit the video button? You talking about me? I, I'm talking yeah. about that guy. Yeah, you. You're not, it's not the man behind the curtain. It's, it's not the wizard. There you Ladies are. and gentlemen, Shaw Grigsby right here. Woo! Yes. That's Shaw Grigsby. That's how we do it. 
And my gosh, it is you, Shaw. Shaw Grizzly. Wait, Look at yeah. this guy. hold on there a second. You, you, you cleaned up a little. <laughs> uh, hey, man, it's good to see you, dude. Welcome back to the show. I missed you, Shaw. Yeah, I tell you, Pat, I enjoyed it so much last time, so uh, it's it's an honor to be back. Well, cool, and and we seriously are stoked to have you. And you and like, I don't know if you remember last time, but we taught we taught you about um your your Grigsby family tree. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Now, did you did you study more since since no. last time? No, okay. <laughs> neither did I. So I just thought I'd bring that up anyway. <laughs> There's going to be a quiz. You know, let's think about this, all right? Let's think about this in retrospective here. 33 years, approximately, as a professional bass angler. Did you, could you ever imagine that you would be right, not necessarily right here on this dumb show right now, but, but, but right here at this point of your, your career, you're out there doing pest control, killing cockroaches in Florida, and, and now... 33 years later, you're a professional bass angler. That's amazing. It's amazing, Shaw. I've been very blessed. You know, I mean, anytime you do something that you truly love to do and you make a living at it, man, there's nothing better. And, and, um, you know, this year I got, got, uh, or I'm getting ready to be, have you, I don't even really know what enshrined is. At least it isn't entombed. Okay. Because I'm still alive. Right. But I get enshrined at the, uh, Bass Fishing Hall of Fame at, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Wonders of Wildlife there at John yes. Morris's place there in, in Springfield. Yes. And that you are just setting me up. That was a hell of a segue right there because I need you to do something for all your fans out there, everybody watching. So you're getting ready to be enshrined. It's the, it's the, it's the Shroud of Grigsby coming up. <laughs> and, <laughs> So when they hold it up, they're going to see impressions of Shaw Grigsby's face on a shroud. I don't know. That <laughs> makes no sense. That's completely ridiculous. But um, so, but if you had to describe yourself as a bass angler, as a human being, how would you do that, Shaw? Describe yourself to us, to all your fans. I, I would describe myself as an inspiration to all bass anglers because if Shaw Grigsby can do it, Anybody can do it. <laughs> awesome, and 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 be very humble there, uh, honestly, sincerely. But man, I mean, you are you truly are an an inspiration. Our our social media guy JP High, the hip hop fisherman, he put a little post up up on about you on our social media, and it said, um, "Never have I have never not seen this guy smiling ear to ear with the big grin." That's right. I mean, there's never, there's never a sourpuss picture anywhere of, of Shaw Grigsby. You can't find one. I can tell you, after this season, I sure felt real sourpussy. <laughs> I can tell you that. It's um, been a tough year, Shaw, I know, but th- this is... It, we, you know, I, I, I was in the Classic last year, and this year, the, just the wheels fell off the bus, and I never found them, and it was... It, you know, and every time, I felt like, hey, I'm, I'm on them, I'm doing good, and and then things would happen, and it was just – it was really an embarrassment. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited about getting out there. Of course, I've got the Southern Open next week uh, at uh, Smith Lake, and so I have one more one more chance to uh, win it and get in. Um, but, you know, and then I've got a major league coming up. So, you know, I've got a little bit of stuff still still to go this season, and then I'm just sure. going to kind of take my mind off of it and, 
and uh, maybe do some hunting and then get back into it come December, January. Well, uh, I mean, it's it, we say it all the time and we hear it from all your peers that come on this show, Shaw, that this it's just not easy. It's not all frills and, and, and glam. And we, and we mock that you're all bass fishing rock stars because you are. I mean, let's face it. The, but the, the fact of the matter is um, you constantly need to be on your game, man. You have to perform in the upper echelon of fishing in order to continue to be successful on a tournament level. Okay, not necessarily in in an um, well. I guess it corresponds, but we do see guys that don't do well and still make quite a good living um, yeah. in the fishing industry. But in order to be at the at the upper at the upper crust, um, you constantly have to. And it seems so, you know, like I don't know, an obvious statement. But you really have to constantly be on your game, don't you, man? Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I was looking today. I don't know if anybody's keeping up with it, but it's pretty awesome to watch that bracket that Bassmaster's doing right now on Pekegma up there. Um, and, you know, they're given one classic spot, and it's the eight guys that are not in the classic. The, the last eight guys out are the first eight guys out, and they fish off one against each other. Right. And I thought about it. The, the number one seed was Steve Kennedy, and he just got beat today. And so he's not making the classic, and yet he won, you know, tournament at Dardanelle. Yeah. He, I mean, he almost won the Bassmasters Classic. He had a good year, and he's not in the classic. It's like in Iconelli's fishing to make the classic, which you know he's made it. I don't know how many years in a row. And I, so, yeah, I, I look at it and I go, it's really awesome to see uh, the younger generation really getting into it. I mean, because you have you know junior angler clubs, you got high school clubs that compete, you got college. That compete, then you jump out in the opens and then into the into the elites. And you look at these guys like the Lee brothers and 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 these younger kids that are just phenomenal anglers. I mean, just phenomenal. And it's fun to watch that and and uh, and see the drive and the determination. And and so, um, but yeah, it is it is tough. I mean, that's all there is to it. It's extremely tough uh, competing out there. And uh, I still love it, though, you know, and I, I, like I said, I made it last year. Doggone it. There's no reason I can't make it next year. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I see great things from you in the future, Shaw. No doubt your drive is, is um, unsurpassed. Shaw, do, do, you think, do you think these young anglers today are, are that much stronger than the young anglers of the 80s and 90s? I mean, you, you saw all that. How, how would you compare them? I, I, w- I would compare them because they, they're so seasoned. I mean, when you talk about that you're fishing tournaments and junior angler clubs when you're kids, then mm-hmm. high school, then college, then then you know you get the opens and all the rest. By the time you get a shot at making the elite series in the opens, you, you're you're very seasoned. I mean, that would be something that I would have done just fishing local tournaments around. I'd have to have been maybe ten years of local stuff, and then you know experience a few years out there on the on the tour. And then get that much, you know. Right. Uh, I got a visitor. Come on, come on. Let's watch the <laughs> visitor. See if she'll come up here, right here. Stick her head in. Look, look at this. Look at this. Yes. My dog. There she That's goes. That's a lovely bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, That's the magic of bass talk shows. <laughs> the door to my office opened up. And I said, "Who's coming in?" My dog comes in here. It's actually my son's dog, but you know, it's a. Uh, but anyway, no, it, they're so they're so well prepared, and then 
you have that drive and that determination that, that, you know, that have to, and you're willing to do everything to get there. And to me, that's, that's really what's exceptional. And, and watching all that come together in the young anglers is just, it's fun to watch, man. They're, they're, they're studs. Our, our buddy, Brandon Palinick, man, talk about desire and drive and dedication. Um, the emotion that flooded from him on his, his acceptance speech for the angler of the year. I mean, Wow, that's passion, man. That's that's. I, I, I miss that, and I would love to have seen that. But I can tell you that I uh, remember doing a, a Miller's Boating Center, which is my local dealer, and uh, he carries Yamahas also. You know, I'm a Mercury guy. There you go, here. Merc. But anyway, he was there uh, working it, and he was sleeping in his truck. Now that that just tells you, you know, this is when he was starting out and beginning. That's the type of, of dedication he had, that he's sleeping in his truck and, and working his way through the system as he goes. And, and, and now he's Angler of the Year. I just thought that was just awesome, man. What a great success story. And he's truly one of the nicest guys you want to meet on tour. That's That to me. You know, there's guys uh, like Kevin Van Dam, nicest guy you ever want to be around. And even though he's a superstar, he's still that nice guy. He's mean to and, Ryan, though. He's super mean to Ryan. <laughs> He, he was, is he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he put Ryan in his place. Yeah. I want to throw Sanko. Ryan deserved it, but that's yeah. okay. Sorry to interrupt you, Shaw. I had to put that in there. He, put, he puts me in my place too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, he and that's 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 Brandon. He's just you know he's 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 there at that superstar now, angle of the year. You know, won a bunch of tournaments. He 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 knows how to get it done. And he's still just one of the nicest guys to get around. So anyway, yeah, it's it's great to see that. Agreed. And and how about a studio audience round of applause again for Brandon Palinick? I mean, that's that, that's what we're saying right there. They're going nuts. I think they still clapped louder for you though, Shaw. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, they did. It's a true story. So Shaw, thirty three years, man. Um, two point two million dollars. Two point two million dollars. Okay. That's million. Yeah. Do you know how many pounds of fish you've caught over your bass fishing career? How many pounds? Do, do you want? No say, ask me, Pat. How many pounds of fish have I caught? Pat, over how many pounds have I caught in my bass career? Well, funny that you asked, Shaw, because I happen to have that information right here. <laughs> it's nine thousand seven hundred and forty-four pounds of fish. Yeah, that's that, pretty cool. That's a lot of basses, you know. I, I think I need to up that by uh, by at least uh, two hundred and sixty thousand or two hundred sixty more pounds, so I can get to ten thousand. Exactly, you got to yes. break that ten k mark. You're getting now. That. Here's a very interesting fact, and JP High, the hip hop fisherman, he's going to tell you exactly um, how how many dollars a pound that equates. To. JP, uh, put it in the bass and calculator. What's, what's going on? <laughs> well, Shaw, you have caught $225 a pound. $225 a pound for Shaw Grigsby. That's a, that's a deal pretty right good. there. That's, that, that's pretty good. I'll keep some food on the table for the Grigsby's. Yes. And yeah, the dog, been, your boy's no, dog. Yeah, that's, that, that's awesome, man. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you just went through. Um, and all kidding aside here now, um, tragedy, man. Tragedy hit hit Florida. Um, yeah. We were I, honestly, I was, um, you know, I'm a bass fishing nut. I, I I was I was watching 
to make sure all my bass fishing buddies out there were okay. I have a lot of family still in South Florida in in, uh, in Boca Raton and Delray Beach and uh, and, and Fort Lauderdale area, and I was I was very nervous for them. Uh, lots of thoughts and prayers were being sent all of your ways. Um, it, it was a pretty scary deal, wasn't it, Shaw? It, it was, you know, and they. Uh, it was just such a powerful storm and such a big storm. And I've gone through a bunch of them. I've had eyes come right over the top of us, and you know, when I was a kid and stuff. And and this one only. I mean, just literally touched the side of my house. I could see the eye, you know, when I'd look at it, and the, and the, uh, but the wind never quit here. So I was on the east side, which was a bad side, but fortunately I'm inland. Those coastal towns were, I mean, destroyed. And I feel so bad for the Keys. I have buddies that live down there, buddies that have houses, and, some of them had houses yeah and anyway it's it's just one of those deals that it's it's really really tough and uh you know i never i never take them lightly but we we really got serious with this one i i got out beforehand and started cutting you know trees and limbs that could potentially end up on the house i boarded up my mom's house i you know i'm prepared because when i when i bought this house uh, it's about oh four somewhere in that neighborhood oh three oh four. We had two hurricanes come through back to back, just straight over the top of us. The first one kicked out power for six days, and when you don't have power, you don't have water. Uh, it, it, it gets to be, especially summertime, it gets to be a, a pretty tough little deal. So I ended up buying a generator and setting it up, and it comes on automatically and all that kind of stuff. So it was good. Except about a week or so before the hurricane came in, I realized that that my gas company hadn't filled up my gas, and it's an LP generator. Oh no! Oh, and no. so uh, after it ran, you know, the power went out, and after it ran like three days, it turned off. We ran out of gas, and the power co- the the gas company had never come and filled it up. So um, anyway, they came. Uh, my power came on after four days, so I only spent one day. So I was so blessed to only spend one day without power and and i got buddies that just are getting it back now and some of them are still out of power and that's how bad it is so um yeah we were fortunate you know my son had a big tree fall on his house so we cut up on it and and uh, chainsaw some of it but overall everything here was pretty good I, i i know some people had cars crushed houses you know with with trees on top of them Fortunately, I don't think we had any deaths in my area, um, which is very good. But yes. some of the stuff on the coastline was just uh, it was it was awful. really ugly. And and I think that a lot a lot of the things that that people fail to realize that don't live in those areas. Um, I I was in South Florida for Andrew when Hurricane Andrew hit. I lived yeah. still lived in South Florida, um, and. It's the anxiety that comes from the anticipation of the storm because you kind of touched on it there. All that prep work, um, the the trimming of the trees, the boarding of the houses, this is not easy tasks. And the toll it plays on you mentally um, because there's all that uncertainty. Obviously, that's involved. There's all that uncertainty um, with today's weather forecasting. You can kind of get close to what's going on, but still you never know because Mother Nature is always in control. Right. It, it's that anxiety. You're, you're- yeah, your biggest concern with this, you know, we'll have those those real, you know, real strong winds and it takes trees down. But what you don't want is one of those little tornadoes that develop around this thing. And when those tornadoes hit you, there, there's no coming back from that. So 
you know, the fortunate thing about a hurricane is you know about it literally week, week and a half out. Here it comes, here it comes, here yeah. it comes. Okay, it's adjusting here. This is where it's going to probably hit, but it may adjust a little bit there. And so, you know, you need to, to evacuate. And so, you know, you know about that. But the bad thing is if you have one of those tornadoes come through or you're on the coastline where the, the, the tidal surge comes up so high, you know, your whole house could be gone. And, and, and that's that's really tough. So, you know, I've I've stayed at my house, every one of them. I've never evacuated, not saying I won't at some point, you know, but uh, the the you know, the concern is always if you have a tornado, you know, that's that's you know, that's just then then it's stupidity because there's nothing you can do about getting out, out of the way of it. Well, thank God you're OK. And, and things ended up OK there overall for the Grigsby family, no doubt. No doubt, man. Hey, um, you know we're doing this thing on the book face live, right? You know that. We're, book we're, face. Yeah, we're on the book face. It's it's the face. It's the face. It's the inverted version of the uh, Facebook yeah. <laughs> on, on the dark web, but it's it's really not. It's really just on Facebook. But um, your fans have some questions for you, right? Right here on, awesome. on the Facebook. Are you ready to talk to your fans? I love it. Awesome, love- awesome. JP, hi, the hip hop fisherman. What is going on over there? What do they got for Shaw? Uh, we had somebody ask. You've been with Strike King for a long time. They want to know your three favorite Strike King baits, old, new, or discontinued. Wow, that's an awesome question. Actually, I'll throw throw one of them out real quick, and that's the Rage Bug, sometimes called the Structure Bug. Now, I don't know how that that whole deal worked out. The Rage (laughs) Bug is an incredible little bait, and uh, and and it's it's just got the Rage tails and all. But I think personally, as a as a flipping, casting, pitching, all around. Everything. Swim jig, every, chatterbait, everything. Soft plastic bait is probably the best ever been. So that's that's probably my number one. Um, we have the new Rage Swimmer. Incredible bait. I mean, incredible bait. Um, and it's very similar to like the Kitex and the swim baits and that thing. And this year I have really, well, <laughs> you look at this year, I didn't get <laughs> That's okay. Especially that bait has really done me well. I have caught so many fish on it in so many different situations. I've learned new tricks with it. I've had so much fun with it, and I'm just like I'm loving that bait. So that's a that's a relatively new one that we have out. And and of course you can't ever 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 disregard the Daggum Ocho, which is you know that's just a you know standby. So those are. All three are soft plastic baits, great ones. I, I make a ton of money on the square bill, the, the one five, especially from KVD one five and the jerk baits. Uh, but those are are my mainstay, man. I'm I'm a soft plastic, just just pitching and casting and skipping and having a good time. How about the discontinued? That's what I'm curious about. What about the best discontinued? You know, there, there's always been some that 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 get put aside. And are not built the same way. I mean, they may even still have them, but they're just not the same, you know, as as things progress. A lot of times it's a color or a color that's not offered, you know, that used to be offered. So, um, but overall, um, you know, even when you look at, let's say, the old Spence Scout, that, yes. that was probably the original shallow. I mean, that was the original. What was that? That. Um, uh, the one minus the excess. That's the original bait that didn't go very deep and waked and did and just really had. It's a killer bait. It is. And and you know I still have a handful of the old ones and a few of the newer ones. So you know that's that's a great bait. So 
you know, I don't know about anything that's just barely been discontinued that I'm going to go, man, I wish I still had. And, and there is one. There's pick, a spinnerbait. Pick me, Sean. Okay, here we go. Spinnerbait. It's the compact, uh, and it's a, a compact spinnerbait, so it had the lead built on the hook. Yep. So yep. the spinnerbait was relatively small, so the, the half ounce had double willows, and the uh, three-eighths ounce had a small double willow and a or sorry, had a Colorado and a willow, small willow, like a four. And that's the, that's one of the best spinnerbaits I ever threw in my life. And now it's, they have what's called a uh, compact silhouette or something like that. Right. So there used to be a, there was a, a compact and a compact silhouette. And it's one or the other that's discontinued anymore. And that kind of breaks my heart because that was my favorite. <laughs> There's another one too, real quick, that comes to mind. And that's the custom balsas, the, the, yeah. the flat side and then that oh. shad wrap type bait. Dude, they were great. I, I got a wall of those. <laughs> Do you really? I got a few of them, actually. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> what about that? Uh, what about that wild shiner jerk bait? I loved that thing. The one yeah. George Cochran used to, to win that tournament. Yes, you, to win that, that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, George. Yeah, the wild shiner was like, my favorite jerk bait for a while. Can't George find Cochran. them. Discontinued. George Cochran also had a spinner bait that I loved that I can't find anymore. The little Mister Money, the little money, or the something. little Mister money. money. Yep. You know they make that, so that's that's really? a current product that you can get. The little Mister Money, and it's a little kick butt spinnerbait. Man, I mean George did a great job with that spinnerbait. You want something that's going to catch them? That's it. Yep. Well, I so, think I couldn't find it because I think it was like a Walmart exclusive. It, yep. Yeah. And you can only get them at Walmart. It's a little three sixteenth ounce bait with two little uh, Colorado blades yeah, it was, on it. It's it was all, a nice bait. It's awesome. It's an awesome bait. What else? going on jp uh, we had a uh, tap dancing tommy wanted to know what okay. kind of sandwich were you eating in the 2000 classic when you caught that fish whoa in jackson harbor in jackson. do you remember that yeah, 2000 classic chicago and i was in the harbor jackson. and um i don't remember eating a sandwich unfortunately <laughs> but you got to remember in the classics they would give you a little box lunch deal back in those days oh so, really that's probably, you know, we still didn't, that was before we had our boats and all that kind of stuff. So you'd show up, dude, I was in my boat building yesterday looking showing a buddy around or this weekend on, on Saturday and showing him around. I, I, there's my old tackle box from the 86 classic, which was, I think my first classic, but now get this back in those days, five rods and reels, that's all five rods and reels and 10 pounds of tackle. That, that they send you a tackle box. You filled it up with your ten pounds, and that's it. And so, you know, I was I was thinking about that back back in those days. It was really, really kind of a cool deal. Heck yeah, um, Charlie Reed run that class. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, speaking of sleeping in their trucks, I have a um, I have a viewer mail question right now from uh, Brian the Carpenter. He's the producer of Ike Live. You know Brian. He sleeps oh, in his Brian. Yeah, Brian. Brian sleeps in his truck too. The um, now, Brian. Brian wants to know with all the hype going on right now about the um about the the, the Bass Classic bracket tournament. Um, yeah. everybody's talking about um about Iconelli and his uh and, and, and his uh desire and determination to make the classic, but everybody seems to be overlooking the um the Shaw Grigsby versus Seth Fighter mustache bracket battle that you actually won. Well, How do you feel I about did. that? It's look at that right there. It's a two-man bracket. He, he he won. Shaw Grigsby's <laughs> a winner, right there. Shaw Grigsby. We love Seth. 
But Shaw, your mustache is king. Shaw, how old is your mustache, anyways? What do you think of this? I, I like it. I think it's a good look. Look at Ryan. Ryan's got one, I too. have one, but my beard kind of overshadows your, uh, it. Your roommate's oh. actually watching Don Barone. He well, wants, Don Barone wants to know. He wants to know what's on your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dog didn't die or my cat died, but I'm just growing it, you know. I tell you, I, I was in an acute depression after this season, man. I needed to change something, so here it is. <laughs> just remember, damn it, you are somebody. You're Shaw Grigsby, man. You're Shaw Grigsby. That's <laughs> all you need to know. That's all yeah, you need okay. to know. Hey, uh, Shaw, you know, uh, last time you were here, we uh, we played a game show. Oh, and, yeah. I did terrible at it, yeah, too. Yeah. JP, did, he lost. Get a chance did, to redeem didn't, yourself. Didn't Shaw lose last time? I, I don't remember. Yeah, she, he might have won. You lost. I think, you think know, everyone wins. No, he lost horribly. Shaw lost. But we're gonna, we're going to give you a chance. Losing at, is winning. Yeah, here, losing though. is winning on straight cash. Right. Oh, yeah, you didn't know who Ned Flanders was. Yeah, as, right. as evident now by this show. But um, we're going to play a game show. You asked me who Don Barone is. I know that. Yeah, I know you know Don. Everybody knows Don Barone. <laughs> Come on. It's a legend. Um, you want to play What's on Your Mind, or do you want to play Bass and Match Game? What's What do you want to play? I'll be equally bad at either one, so you choose. No, Shaw, this is your show. You you pick it. Bass and match game or what's on your mind. Bass and match what's on your mind. Okay, let's play bass and match game. Here we go. We- Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the bass and match game with professional bass fisherman Shaw Grigsby. Shaw, I'm going to give you a phrase, and you relate it to bass fishing. Are you ready, Shaw? The yes. first phrase is wasabi relate wasabi to bass fishing wasabi yes we're we're gonna we're gonna have to relate that to the the outstanding stuff i spray on my bait make it really taste good to the bass and and what is that coffee scent coffee scent wasabi let's give them that one that's shaw sponsor plug right there you're up he's up one um eye for an eye eye for an eye Related to bass fishing. Ooh, that's really bad because the only thing I think of is when you drill a hook right through one, it's like, no. <laughs> We're going to give you that one. Cross that's its eyes. Bad. I mean, it's coming in the boat. It's coming in the boat. <laughs> you got that one. He's due for two for two, man. Anti parabolic. Anti parabolic. Man, that's, that's, that's got to be Mr. Flipstick, buddy. That's like rip them and jerk them, because that's, that's got to be it. Yes, that's actually the, the correct. I'm going to give him that one, because it's close. But the correct answer to that is Tommy Biffle. Yes. Tommy Biffle is anti-parabolic. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, that, was, that it is so true. I should have said that, because that guy has the stiffest stinking rods. When we had those rods by Quantum, and they all had our names on them. Yeah. Dude. Biffles, you, you'd have to put a five-pound anchor on it to get it to bend. Yeah, it's true. And Ryan <laughs> so, has a theory on that. T- tell him why that he uses that rod, Ryan. I think he doesn't want to bend over to pick up a fish. Tommy doesn't like <laughs> to bend over. It's a true story. You heard it here. True. He had a bad back, okay. so okay, could be true. Here's another one, similar but different. Uh, he's a flipping nut. He's a flipping nut. He's a flipping nut. Well, you know, that's where I would have to say, Biffle or Brower, but Brower's, Brower's not current, but both of those are, are just uh, incredible flippers. And now, currently, you'd have to say maybe even hacking. 
Yes. Okay. I'm gonna. We got to give him any of those. We'll give you it, that one for. It Hackney. was so big, but I had uh, Brower in mind because not only is he an amazing uh, fisherman with the flip stick, but he is nuts. He's absolutely crazy. He is. Yeah. he is. And you know what's really cool? He always said, you know, you can be very versatile and learn a lot of different techniques, which you kind of have to. But he always said, man, when it falls into your wheelhouse, you know, you're a flipper or you're a spinnerbait guy. When it falls in your wheelhouse, you mash them. And that's what he did because he mashed us, I mean, so many times. Anyway, amazing. He, he, he is amazing. And when we had Brower on the show, um, he's the only guy that ever scared me. I yeah. mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not too easily. In, but I said, uh, Denny, we're going to have you Skype in. He said, I don't Skype, Pat. I said, okay, we'll just get you on the phone. Sounds good, Denny. Here here it is. (laughs) You're going to need a machete. You're going to need a machete. Where's my music? I I, I need more music. I got to be in the mood. We're going to need a machete. There it is. Thank you, Andy. This, um... This is this is cool because I mean you know I've I've been known to even carry uh, saws and stuff in my boat to get back into places and all. I, I'm gonna uh, let's give that to Steve Kennedy for this season, man. He went back in some stuff that you know to win that tournament in Dardanelle that was all flooded and all that. It was it was pretty impressive, no doubt about it. And Kennedy is a, is a, is a strange breed. It's like with the age of the amazing amazing technology of. Um, of the way that engines have evolved and prop designs and jack plates and and power poles and all this wonderful stuff we have. We were hanging out with Kennedy over at Iconelli's house in July and he still got that push pole strapped to the side of his boat too. Yeah, still 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 strapped there. Good answer. Giving him that one, right? Yep. Did Close. you all lose my picture? No, I see you. Do you see you? But I'm not moving, right? Wait, you're frozen. Oh, he's frozen. Yeah. Yeah, what do I do to unfreeze? Because you guys are the studs at this. I asked. You just start hit, moving. Hit the video button again. Is that what you <laughs> on off? I'm, dancing. I'm doing everything, but it isn't moving. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to turn the video. Let's try that. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to do it again. Let's see what happens. Where's Shaw? That's how we do it. Yeah. Okay, last one. Close second. Close second. Uh, Kennedy, man. Kennedy. Dude, close, it's a classic. Second. Come on. And, and, you know, just, yeah. Unfortunately, though, that, that's a great answer, but it's the wrong answer. The, the, I don't know. Uh, close second is Seth Fighter's mustache to yours. That was the correct answer. <laughs> correct answer. But good job, Sean Grigsby. I, I don't winner know. Overall, your winner overall, we are actually going to send you um, some of Ryan Whitaker's beard hair as a present. Yep. Yes. That's right. It on here? Yeah. You can just glue it on. You can add a little red. Patch it on for Halloween. Here. Yeah. Okay. It's phenomenal. Good. Yeah. Then Don Barone really won't be able to recognize you. He, he, <laughs> he texts me. He texts me. I, I could hold it up to the camera, but I really don't want you all to read what he said. <laughs> he says, I'm watching, and then there was a, a uh, one that's four, eight-letter word, not very flattering, that starts with, B U T T. Put the other four on the back of it. <laughs> Batox? Yeah, Batox. <laughs> He's watching Batox? I don't know. That's that. Don, what are you doing? Shaw, so, uh, what's the plans for the future, man? What's the plans for the future? I love fishing, and um, I'm just going to keep, you know, keep uh, going out on the elite tour until they throw me out and, and love it. And of course, we have. 
We have Major League, and I'm telling you, that is the most. And that's what, you know, I'm, I was doing the same thing. I was watching Ike and Ellie fish, and I'm watching these guys in that bracket format that, you know, try to make that one classic spot. It's so, you know, addicting to get, just watch that live stuff. But um, I, I really love, you know, that's basically the Major League format, except with Major League, you get to keep every fish. So you just keep catching them. So right. those guys that won would have won by a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> and, um <laughs> And so I think both Ike and Ellie and Prosnick both had like 20 bass today, uh, which is, you know, pretty impressive. So, uh, but anyway, you know, I love major league. I, I'm just, just love that format. I love the intensity level because it brings everything right to the surface. You've got to do it. And you got to do it right now. You stub your toe, you're gone. And that's all there is to it. So it's just like that bracket format. And, um, and so I'm going to continue fishing major league and continue fishing the elite series. And, um, until they throw me out or, you know, I can't do it anymore. So I, I just love it. I'm still passionate about it. You know, when you come home from a season that's this bad and all you want to do is do much better next year, that, that shows that you still have what it, what you need to have. You need to have that drive and that determination. And, uh, and so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to next week. I get to get back in the boat and go fishing and, and um, just see what I can do at Smith Lake. And I love Smith Lake. they got some giant spotted bass there. I love it. Oh, man. We, we, we wish you the best of luck, Sean. We hope you Thank knock you. him out. Um, you know we're always rooting for you, dude. Seriously, seriously, man. Sincerely. Thank you. Yeah, no, and yeah. thank you again so much for coming on here and clowning around with us. Dude, I tell you, I, I, when you when you text me or call me, whatever, and I just said, man, that's I always I always enjoy this. is like just a fun deal to do. So thank you for having me, and uh, and uh, look forward to the next time. Th- th- hey, Sean, before Thanks, you go, Joe. can you can you yep. give can you give us some advice? G- give us some advice in, in this bass fishing world. How, how do how do we become megastars of bass fishing talk shows? How do we do it? How do we do it, Shaw? We're, we're trying to figure this out. I you're doing a good job. I really do. I, I, I mean, obviously, the cool thing about Internet stuff is you know every single person that watches. You, you get to know that. You know, when I was on television doing one more cast, the, you know, you'd get ratings, and whether it's Nielsen or whatever, and, and you're going, really? You know, you get out there and you know that so many people watched it, but they have you down because they only have so many boxes in these other areas. And so uh, anyway, it's a, it was, it's different. So but yours, at least on the on the Internet, you know, every single person you can say I had so many people tune in this week and so many next week. So I, I think as Internet things going, y'all are y'all are slamming it. Thanks, man. Thank you. And my mom says it's a great show, too, by the way. <laughs> I love it. You know what Jerry McInnes told us what the, was the key to our success? What's that? Cheerleaders. Che- no, I told Jerry that. No, but then he told us. Yeah. That, oh, that's true. Yeah. I told that's Jerry we that need. Bass needs cheerleaders. And then he told us. I still kind of agree with him. I do. I think we that Bass needs cheerleaders. <laughs> Hooters girls. They need Hooters girls. Go. Shaw, thank you so much. Best of luck at Smith Mountain. Uh, and uh, we will see you very soon in this bass fishing galaxy. Take care, guys. Thanks thank you, you very much. Thank for you. Having me. That is Shaw Grigsby. He's a bass fishing superstar. Hey, uh, keep it uh, keep it locked right here. And uh, oh, on this break, don't forget to uh, check out the uh, Alpha Angler vid by Bass Angler of the Year, 2017 Bass Angler of the Year, Brandon Palinick. And you know what to do. Put those power poles down. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy the break. When we get back. It's Gussie time. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. 
If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!